This is a podcast from Minute Media. This is the Back Row Bengals show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. Head on over there. Read some blogs about any other team, any team at all. But I don't think you want to be reading about any team besides the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, over this past weekend, have done the improbable. Coming back from an 18-point deficit, the biggest in conference championship history, in Arrowhead, to come back and beat the Kansas City Chiefs to clinch a spot in the Super Bowl. Absolutely incredible. My name is Josh Miller, and joining me today, somebody that I love dearly. He spent so much time on my podcast. So I spent so much time on his. He is one of the guys that has really helped me propel my podcast career. One of the nicest guys that I know. And you go up to him, we'll give you a big old hug and say, where's your drink at? My man from the Ice Cave, Strawberry Ice, Jeff Trenopole, giving you sports with the West Side point of view. Jeff, welcome back to the back row. How you doing, buddy? Holy crap. I, I don't know, but you're, you're going to make me tear up after all that, that big old intro. <laughs> What's going on, Josh? What's going on, Jeff, is, is I am overly emotional. Now, I, I, would, I like to consider myself, I would say, an emotional guy. I, I, like, I like the small things. I'm a romantic as a thing. Ladies, please. Um, but that being said, a couple things have made me pretty emotional. Well, let's we'll get to the Bengals game, obviously, and we'll get to them winning in Arrowhead, and we'll get to them going to the Super Bowl. But first, first, a big, 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 big thank you has to go out to all the listeners of Back Row Bengals and all the supporters of my podcast. Damn it! Told myself I wasn't going to do this. So a couple weeks ago, we completely crushed our record of podcast downloads and got a thousand. This last podcast that we released got two thousand podcast downloads, and that is all thanks to you guys. It's thanks to guys like Strawberry Ice. It's thanks to people that are on the Tigers Talk that have also helped me uh, come onto my show and really propelled my show. It's thanks to Captain Obvious and Bengals Jam and people that have been supporting me so much. So. A big thank you to all of you. Thank you so much. But the train does not stop because the job's not finished. And the immortal words of Kobe Bryant, job finished? I don't, I don't think so. Nope. I don't think so. We're just getting started, baby. We're just getting started, Josh. And we are just getting started on this podcast. So a big thank you very much to that. But, Jeff. What's up? We've got a game to break down. One of the best games I've ever seen a Bengals team play. The Bengals walk into Arrowhead and beat Patrick Mahomes and beat the Chiefs, the team that everybody thinks is unbeatable in the franchise, that everybody thinks is unbeatable in the dynasty, and the Bengals do it. Dynasty's over. There's a new sheriff of town. His name is Jackpot Joey Burrow. Yes, sir. Chase, Uno, T. Higgins, Mixon went in there to the loudest stadium in the NFL and whooped your ass. (laughs) Three points. Three points in the second half for the Three. second game in a row. Shout out to Lou Anarumo and his defense shut down Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And now the Chiefs fans are going, well, we beat us because of this. We beat- no, 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 no. We beat you. We beat you. Went into Arrowhead and beat you. Beat Parent you. Square. Beat you. So, Jeff. <laughs> As a lifelong Bengals fan, and as, as both you and I, you and I have both struggled through watching this team and watching the hard times and everything, and, and you more than me because, you know, you're a little bit older than I am. What? 
Uh, just a little bit, just a just a tad. You got your, you were able to drink a little bit before I was. Uh, probably but before you were born. That's the side point. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, Jeff, you watched that field goal go through the uprights. It is officially official. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Just give me your thought process. Where were you? What happened? Everything. All right. I was at my parents' house down there watching with all my family. And I'll play to you this way. As soon as uh, Jesse Bates got his hand up, knocked the ball up in the air, and Bell caught it, I knew we were going to win. I, I, I knew it. I knew we were going to win. And Jack by Joey Burrow, couple plays, gets his field goal range. Shooter! Shooter! And this is what I do. And I got this from uh, Bengals captain. Every time Evan McPherson kicks a field goal, I got my arm. I know you can't see it in the screen here, but my arms are up, up like a you know, field goal, even before he kicks it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm standing there with my arms up in the air. He's going to make it. And it goes through. And I'm like, holy beep. I said, we're going to the Super Bowl. And I'm, I mean, I played, if you guys have watched my show, I played the video of my family's reaction, uh, both shows I did this week. It was unbelievable. I was there with my son, and my son has went to almost every game with me this year. This is the first time he's a little younger than you, but you guys are right, right around the same age. First time he's ever had any. Any of his teams win from Cincinnati. You know, we, I mean, the Reds and the Bengals, we would go to playoff games, but we wouldn't win. Not only did we win, we're going to the freaking Super Bowl. I was, uh, dude, I, I left and I, my, my, my wonderful wife, uh, actually, my sister law actually did it. My sister, my sister law, my sister did it, dropped me off down at the banks. And I was down there with Maddie Myers. We we're handing out Jackpot Joey cigars, smoking cigars, drinking some beer, having fun, hugging people. I don't even know. I don't care. It was awesome, dude. Th- and this is, like, and I'll tell you this, Josh, and that's that anybody who's listening, this is a once in a lifetime thing. You never forget the first time. I think we're going to win multiple ones. I do. I really do think that, but you never forget your first one. There's nothing like the first. One. And my nephew was at, in Kansas city in Arrowhead enjoying that. And I'm so jealous of him. I wish I could have went, but th- there's nothing like the first time, no matter how many times you win, it's great winning. It. And I've never experienced winning it. I'm, but we're going to win this one. But yep, yep. there's nothing like the first time. And after all these freaking years, the 90s when we sucked forever, and coming out of the 80s when we were actually a pretty good franchise, and then we had the Marvin Lewis years who got us to a certain point, and we couldn't get over the hump, and we couldn't win a playoff game to finally winning one. Then we never won one on the road game. Now we've won two on the road. And, Josh, we're going to the Super Bowl. This is something that there were times in my life I never thought it would happen. <laughs> I just never thought. We get there. No, but no. it's real. We're here. No. We're going to the Super Bowl. Two weeks. I can't wait to go. I mean, it's I'm a- not going, but no. But I like <laughs> if someone wants to give me free tickets or send me out there, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, right. They, see, our, our followers should be sending us out there. I mean, we, the content that we would make out there would be insane. It'd be incredible. I, I mean, I mean, Josh, this is. I mean, this has been unbelievable because because you know me, I, I I do the hashtag Bengals Bridge Crew. So whoever, if you guys follow me on Twitter, it's Sports Strawberry Ice at Jeff A Turnable since minicamp. I've been going on the bridge that's over top of the practice field. And every day from, from May until I got sick with COVID in November, I went as many times as I could almost every day to practice and watch them. I never thought, well, I thought it could happen. I didn't really believe it was going to happen because Josh, I was going down to Lawrenceburg to make a bet. I was going to place $100 last February on the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, Jeff. And it was closed. You believe yeah. that? What, what, what casino was closed? It was closed. 
So I'm like, all right, I'll go back. I'll go back in a couple days. And I never made it back down there. I would I would have made I would have made enough money to to buy my tickets to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but that's that's what the year's been like for me. I've been so into this team. So I, I knew we had something special when we drafted Jackpot Joey Burrow. And Josh, we talked about this on my show earlier. This is his first full season. Mm-hmm. First full season. First full season. And he's taking it to the Super Bowl. It doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely not, Jeff. It, you, 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 you talk about, again, it's his first full season. You talk about this young, young, young core that is just so good and hell-bent on winning games. You just see, you're looking at this, and you're like, God, this future is the brightest I have ever seen a future in a franchise. We have our entire offensive skill positions under contract until 2023. We have the most cap space out of anybody in the postseason. I believe we are fourth in the NFL overall in terms of cap space. We we are set up for success for the long run, and we're just getting started. And we it all started over at Arrowhead. So let's 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 break down the game here again. Joe Burrow has a relatively pedestrian day: 250 yards, uh, two touchdowns, and an interception. But he shows up when it matters the most. And that is why you drafted Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. That's why he is better than a lot of the other quarterbacks in the AFC. And we talk about Patrick Mahomes being, you know, this God and this, this guy that's just above everybody else. Patrick Mahomes crumbled at yes. the end of the game. Crumbled. Yes. And this is the second time he's done this against the Bengals. He's crumbled. He struggled. He was worried, and he looked like he didn't know what he was doing with the ball in the field. Did it seem like to you that Patrick Mahomes was not the best quarterback on the field that day? Absolutely. I mean, we talked about this on my show earlier. The 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 strip sack that Sam Hubbard got. I mean, he lost and was 40 yards on that. I mean, that might be a bit of an exaggeration, but he damn near took them out of field goal range to tie the game up to send it to overtime. He had nowhere to go. And, and shout out to Lou and Rumo for the defense of, of play calls. And the secondary held him and held him, and, and Sam Hubbard was spying him. And finally, Sam goes, all right, you're not going to run. I'm going to come after you. He comes after him, and instead of throwing the ball, all he had to do is throw the ball away. <laughs> throw the ball away. He doesn't. He still hangs on to it, yeah. gets gets sacked, fumbles the ball. I mean, Josh, if, if we recover that ball, the game is over. That's how close it was to not even going to overtime. Mm-hmm. So it, it was unbelievable. Yes, he crumbled. He made – Bad decisions. He made horrible decisions. I mean, l- let's talk about the, the decision he made going into halftime. The mm-hmm. little swing pass that mm-hmm. Eli Apple stopped. Great play. I mean, you 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 got what they had, what, I don't know, six seconds or whatever. You got to just look, and if it's not there, boom, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Kick the field goal. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He had, he kept trying to get the big shot, kept trying to get more and more and more and more. He made mistake after mistake after mistake. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, the only – I think he only had one interception. Am I right there? Did he, did yeah, he, he, had, he had one interception. Okay, he had one interception. And I, in my opinion, and yours, we're talking about, again, we talked about this on my show. My thing is he threw that interception because the Chiefs were off sides and they didn't call it. That's why he threw it. So he had one interception. Patrick Mahomes had three, four turnovers. I mean, yep. it was, yes, he crumbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, you know, he, he crumbled when it mattered the most. Again, you bring up the play at the end of the half, which is, Literally, probably where the Bengals won the game. It, it, it really changed. It changed the game for sure. For changed sure. everything because that you know if you hold them to, if you hold them to, if they get a field goal, it's like all right, they at least got points and they got a two touchdown lead. But they held them to eleven points mm-hmm. or eleven point lead at, at the half, and you kind of got this feeling like at which, okay, which by the way, we're about to that, turn this up. 
That was the same deficit they had in the game here in Cincinnati, too. Yes, yes, same exact deficit. The Bengals, again, did what they did in the regular season, turned on the Jets in the second half, and didn't let the Chiefs breathe. The receivers were not open. Travis Kelsey, again, goes silent in the second half. Tyreek Hill went silent in the second half. They had to rely on guys like Pringle and Hardman, who could not stand up to the challenge like the Bengals guys did. And, mm-hmm. I, and I want to talk about those, those, those secondary guys, those guys that don't get the headlines. I mean, you and I talked about this. Players that, you know, don't again, like I said, don't get the headlines, came up and showed up in a gigantic way. B.J. Hill, again, mm-hmm. by the way, who we traded Billy Price for, which is stole astounding. Him. Astounding stole we him. traded him. Freaking stole him. <laughs> Trent Taylor runs a perfect route. Mm-hmm. He runs in motion. And when his number is called, he goes out there and he gets the job done. And he that's catches the, a very oh, important two-point conversion. That's the only play they have. For Trent Taylor, they have one play for him, and they ran it, and it worked perfect. Worked to perfection, worked to perfection. And then also, you talked about that Trey Flowers, man. What a pickup! Mm-hmm. What a pickup! Mm-hmm. He has been very, very consistent in the secondary. He's been able, not, again, he's not the greatest, but he's been there. And Luana Rumo has put him in a position to have success, and he's had a great amount of success in Cincinnati. And and it's just, it's amazing to see. So when guys like that are making plays. When you're not even your top guys, your stars are making the plays. Your guys that aren't the stars making the plays. That goes back to coaching. The coaching staff outcoached the Chiefs. They've outcoached the Titans. They've been outcoaching teams this entire year. And it's amazing to see, especially watching bad coaching decision after bad coaching decision over the years of yeah. the uh, of following the Bengals. It, it, it's a breath of fresh air. So I want, I want you to just talk, talk to me about the coaching staff and what they have meant to this team this year. The, the coaching staff has been, has been everything. I mean, the two, the two changes, Marion hobby and, and Frank Pollock have been game changers for us. The, the way Lou Anaruma has cultivated this defense and he got his guys in here. And I kind of said that at the beginning of the year, I think the defense is going to be better because he finally got his guys in here who have bought in and believe in what he's trying to do. You know, he got, they got Zach Taylor. He said he wanted to change the culture. He wanted to change the narrative here. He's done it. He said he wanted to bring uh, championship football to Cincinnati. He has. I mean, everything that Zach has set out to do, he's done. I mean, this is one last year. He was in a press conference, and I don't remember. I think, I think we might have won one game. This might have been after uh, Joe got hurt. And Zach said, he goes, I'm going to remember these days for when the good times come. And he's right. You remember who was with us then. You know, remember who was supporting the Bengals then. Remember who was supporting Zach when he was, you know, 6, 25, and 1. I mean, that doesn't happen. I mean, people who go 6, 25, and 1 don't keep their jobs. They just don't. (laughs) Not not in the NFL. Mike Brown, believed in Zach, stuck with him, had a plan. It takes a couple years to get your plan, you know, to – Fruition, fruition, what I'm trying to say. Fruition. The other thing is, Josh. Now, this is why I've said this on my show, too. Where I think, I hated that Joe Burrow had to get his knee ripped up. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't also, tear his knee up, we don't get chased. That's a good point. Yep, we don't get chased. We don't get chased. I don't think we're, we're, we're where we're at. I, I mean, I, I, T. Higgins and Boyd are awesome. But 
we had, you know, I don't know. We had all, which all Tate's good. AJ green is at the end of his career. Chase is a game changer. He has been one of the most, not one of the most dynamic rookie wide receiver in NFL history. And if he doesn't win rookie of the year, it's, it's going to be a travesty, but you're asking about the coach staff. The coach staff has been just huge. And, and it, it goes to show that how, how good they've done. Cause Brian Callahan's gotten interviewed for coaching jobs. Lou Ann has gotten interviewed for coaching jobs. Yes. Last year, they Bengals fans and, and national media, one of them all fired. Mm-hmm. One of <laughs> you know, all five. Yeah, five. what what a year, what a, a, a difference a year makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, including us, including me. I will be the first one to say, like, I, I remember saying, like, 625 and one doesn't get it done in the NFL. It, it, it just doesn't. I don't know why Zach Taylor is still here. I said that. And this year happened. I will say I have been on the Zach attack ever since the free agency this year. And then I've been one guy that I have, I have, very heavily against is Lou Anarumo, and he has successfully shut me the hell up. He oh, really has. He has the defensive schemes that he has made and the halftime adjustment that he makes. He's like a mad scientist out there. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are a second-half team in and in out. I mean, obviously, we don't want them to be one to be a full-game team, but they're able to you know, kind of throw away a scheme when it doesn't work. They're able to make these adjustments. They're able to come out, and they're able to do things that – the Bengals, again, something we have never seen. It's something we've never adjustments. seen. Adjustments. Adjustments. Uh, Incredible. Adjustments. Marvin Lewis, I love Marvin Lewis. We never make halftime adjustments. Never. Mm-hmm. They do it all the time. And I'll give a shout-out to, to Malik Wright. He's he's one that was behind Lou and Aruma the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he came on my show, and he was telling me, you know, I know you call him Armadillo, but he, he's good. You got to stick with him. I'm like, I don't know about that. And that's mm-hmm. what I called him Armadillo for all last year. I, I don't call him that anymore. He's Lou Anarumo, and his defense is playing awesome. Awesome. I mean, and that, and to be honest, I don't know if we're giving Lou as much credit as we should because let's remember the beginning of the year. This offense wasn't clicking like it is now. No. We won these games, a lot of the games beginning of the year, because of the defense. The defense is so much better than anybody expected. Mm-hmm. Trey Hendrickson, when he came in, well, does he really is he really that good, or was it because of the scheme and because of the guys he played with down in New Orleans? No, he's really that good. Sam Hubbard, we just signed him to a contract. Well, does he really get a lot of sacks? He's more of a a, a run defender. Yeah, he's still more of a run defender, but he's he's a good pass rusher too. Yep. PJ Hill, they stole him. I mean, Eli Apple. He wasn't. He was supposed to be our backup guy. Yep. He's been a starter, and he's been a godsend for us. I mean, mm-hmm. these are all things that have happened for the Bengals this year that nobody expected, and it's and it's all defense, and that, and that's the thing. If it wasn't for Lou Anaruma and this these defensive guys, Marion Hobby, I gotta give him too because that defensive front four is way better than than it was last year. And shout mm-hmm. out to Larry Ogajobi, even though he's injured, he was a huge part of it as well. Huge. But that's that's the thing. If we're if we are not here without this defense, I don't. We 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 were not. The words fly no. not. I agree. I agree. Again, this is a defense that, that shut the Chiefs down in the second half twice. This is a this is a de- this is an offense that the league has not been able to figure out, except right. for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have been able to figure them out. The Chiefs got to a point where they were playing. I saw someone say that they were playing arrogant against Keyshawn Johnson. So take it with a grain of salt that when they said that. <laughs> but uh, there's what there's some, Keyshawn now. <laughs> yeah, he literally nothing at all. There is some validity. To kind of what he does say, the Chiefs are playing a backyard style of ball that they kind of always do. They're getting greedy. They and you go to that play at the end of the first half mm-hmm. where Eli Apple tackles Tyree Kill and, and keeps him in bounds and lets that clock run out. And, and it was a massive, 
massive play in the game. And we talked about this at, at length of, of how you just felt when that happened, the, the, sh- the shift happened, that that, that yeah. was it right there. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's just, it, it's incredible to see guys like Eli Apple that the I'm league, so said, for Eli the Apple. league I- said no to mm-hmm. that, that, Fan base. Hell, Bengal said fans no, said no to when we Bengals signed. Bengals fans said <laughs> yeah. no to, but he has done something that has been so incredible. The if you have to give a most improved player uh, across the league, it, it's got to go to Eli Apple. He he is improved ever since he's got here. He has just worked his ass off, and he's gotten better and better and better and better. And his Twitter game is unstoppable. <laughs> it's only, well, and I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm usually a guy that like likes to say nothing and let the fans do the talking, but. If Eli's playing the way that he does, and that's how he motivates himself, right? Go ahead, man. Go right. ahead. Yeah. That's how he likes it. And let's not forget. I mean, Eli Apple is the reason that they got down there so so close. I mean, mm-hmm. he 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 got beat, tackled the guy, but then he made up for it. I mean, to me, how many times does that actually happen? Where no. where you you get a get a pi, and, and you, you give the team you know a touchdown. You're in the red zone. How many times does it, that guy? Is he able to make the play to stop them from scoring? I mean, they didn't get any. They were all you do is kick a field goal. They kicking our field goal, Josh. That game might be over. Touchdown. That game is over. I, I really do think it's over. When Eli Apple made that play, like you said, it's a complete momentum shift. It was from okay, oh crap, we're, we might lose this thing too. All right, boys, we're in this. We're in. Then they come out at, at halftime, stop the Chiefs again. Then Samar J. Piron goes on that screen run. It takes it to the house. And I'm like, I'm yelling, we're back in this. We are in this game right now. And, and from then on, the Chiefs didn't do anything. They got one field goal. That's it. They didn't do anything. They cr- they crumbled. That's exactly yeah. what happened. They crumbled. And, and it, it speaks to this team's mentality and, and the culture that they have. And what Zach Taylor has built is just this poise, this calm. We're here. We can mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. We are going. We are going to win. And they act like it. And this defense, I think what makes them the most terrifying is not necessarily their talent, but their mentality and their confidence. And I think that's the most dangerous part about a defense and the most dangerous ability is when the team has the most confidence. And you can't tell me that the Bengals' defense is not the most confident defense in the league right now. Obviously, there's only two teams left, but (laughs) – but. You, you know what I mean? In the playoffs, yeah. I would say. To, to me, it's the Burrow effect. That's what we talk about. I think I think his confidence has permeated. What's up, Wendy? Permeated this team. And, and and what he has brought to this team and the confidence and the swagger, it's throughout the whole team. You know, so they know that all they got to do is make a stop, get that ball back to, to nine, yeah. and Jackpot's going to do something with it. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, it's, it's, their confidence is all good. And they don't, they don't flinch. That's what I love about this team. So many Bengal teams in the past have crumbled. This one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they 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 don't they don't crumble. Again, it goes back to the coaching staff. Whitney, uh, uh, Bengals went on Twitter, and by the way, she will be on the show on Thursday, so you can hear a lot more of her coming up. She was very engaged in the, your show, uh, Jeff, with on Strawberry Ice. So if you want to listen to her, we talk a lot with her. Uh, but she's great. Can't wait to have her on. And she's got Tyrus awesome. talk tomorrow. Can't wait to listen to that or tonight. They, they got Tyrus talk. Sometimes. Whatever. Hey, I, I'll figure it out. I'll tweet it out. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but Whitney, Whitney mentioned, she says, and the chiefs coaching staff showed their stubbornness and unwillingness to adapt. And it goes mm-hmm. back to, she's absolutely right. It goes back to the Bengals coaching staff out coached the chiefs out coached, yes. out coached them from yeah. offense to defense, to time management, to decision-making, to how the team played the game. 
the Bengals played a very smart game. They mm-hmm. controlled the clock. They did what they were supposed to do. And, and, and the Chiefs coaching staff did not adapt to the Bengals' adaptions. They, right, they exactly. just did it. I mean, I, I said this earlier on, on my show that that Zach Taylor. Oh, on your show, you said everything over on your show. Apparently, well, I did. Just, that's that's apparently, I'm just the rerun. That's okay. because it was first, you know. But I mean, I you're, know. you're getting more downloads on, on your podcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, so you know, so make sure everybody everybody hears this. But what okay. my point right. was is, we know, everybody knows that the offensive line for the Bengals isn't that isn't that good, you know. No. And we know about the nine sacks, yada yada yada. Zach Taylor has to coach around that, and I think he did a. Excellent job. The 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 when I'm watching the game live, I'm like, oh my goodness, how many times are we gonna run the ball on first down? I was getting irritated with it. But I think he did that strategically because he's trying to work around this offensive line and he's trying to take shots when they are the most effective. And it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the thing. I know Zach would never admit it. He's gonna say the offensive line was great and it played great, which it did. The offensive line played really well. But yeah, I also I, think it's because Zach helped yeah. Yeah, I, I did want to bring that up. I will say the offensive line uh, had themselves a very, very good day. They, the Joe had time back there. They they were able to run the ball, especially down the stretch, especially when it was crunch time. The Bengals were able to move the ball, get into field goal range, uh, create opportunities to win the ball game. So, mm-hmm. uh, again, again, that's a kudos to the offensive line. It's a kudos to Frank Pollock to, you know, give up nine sacks against Tennessee, which, which is horrible. Just horrible. Yeah. And again, they, they could have had they could have brought out the same exact performance, but they did not. They came out and they had a much, much better day. And that's something we're going to have to have in two weeks in the I'm sorry, I believe the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. The, the Bengals wait. are good. The, what? The Bengals? I, I can't even say. I can't wait. even say the, the Cincinnati Bengals? They're going they're going to the Super Bowl? Is that the news? The Bengals. The Bengals. Wow. That's I, shocking. I, I, I don't even think it's still. I don't even think it's set in yet. I, I, I still, like, <laughs> honestly, I'm not. I, I mean, <laughs> not really. I mean, dude, I, I got, the, I got the shirt on. I got the hat on. I mean, I keep saying it, but, but like when I watch it on TV and I see the commercials for the Super Bowl and I see the Bengals logo there, I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> like it's real. It's real. We're, we're actually going. Real. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl. Like it, it, it's. It's something that is has been just waiting so long mm-hmm. to to have happen in the city of Cincinnati. And not only are they doing this this year, they're doing it back to back when UC goes to the playoff. I know. I mean, I, I'm sorry, Cincinnati is the football city. We are the football Ooh. city. Speaking of which, for all my Bearcat fans out there, uh, some news are coming out of the Senior Day. Apparently, the Bearcats have killed it at the Senior Day, so that's great. Well, uh, other Bearcats, yeah. hello. Of course, Darian Beavers apparently uh, is really dropped. He really shot up his draft stock, which is amazing to hear. And uh, Kobe Bryant again. I mean, he's going to. Dude, be I, I, I hope. I, I know we're not going to get sauce. I know we've talked about this before. I want to get off the line in the first round. I hope. I hope Kobe's there in the second round. I would love to get Kobe in the second round. That would be. That would be awesome. We do need to pick up. We do need to pick up a corner. If we can pick him up uh, late in the sec- second round, that would be incredible, mm-hmm. especially at pick thirty-two. That. Yeah, right. I would love yeah. to take that. I'd love to get sauce, but I don't we, know. We're picking last. We, we're, just, picking we're, last. we're picking last. We're winning picking this last. thing. I'm, I'm just picking saying, last. we're winning this thing. <laughs> we're we're going to do something that we have talked about over and over again. It's speaking it into existence. Exactly. We're going to speak this into existence. Uh-huh. We're going uh-huh. to L.A., and we're going to beat them in SoFi. And we run this place, baby. It. We're going to run the NFL. <laughs> again, it's so amazing to, to keep talking about this and, and to keep saying that the Bengals are in the Super Bowl because this is not a year – that the Bengals should be there. 
This is a year of rebuild. This is a year of, uh, you know, maybe surprising teams, maybe maybe winning the division, maybe, you know, making a run. This is not the year this is supposed to happen. So you look at all the intangibles, all the things. you got the most cap space out of I think you were all in the NFL. You you have a, a absolute motor coming back in Joseph Osai. Mm-hmm. A, a young skill group that is under contract until 2023. I mean, this is not the middle. This is not the end. This is the beginning of something special. It really is. It's something special. And I do really believe that we do have the best quarterback in the AFC. And he's he's going to eventually have a MVP season. He's going to have years where he is going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. So I I just it, it's have you do, do you even have anything to compare this to this time? No, I, I mean I mean honestly no. no. I mean because yeah I I agree with you. We, this is the beginning. And but the thing is too, if people keep saying that, and I agree with that. But that doesn't mean, and I don't like it when people say we're playing with house money, which technically we are. But that means, you know, if we win, no big deal. We'll be back. There's been lots of teams that have said they'll be back. The 88 Bengals thought they'd be back. The 81 Bengals thought they'd be back. I think we will, but you never know. So that's why I'm saying go there, win this thing now. And by the way, and this is, I got to give a shout out to, I think, Mo Egger. Um, Joe Burrow, I think, had a better completion rate than, um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers this year. So just saying, I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. You're watching right now. You're watching a goat in the making. You really are. Mm-hmm. And when you have guys that are, it's amazing when you look at the AFC and you look at the quarterback picture, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Justin Herbert, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Josh Allen, you got, you know, like incredible quarterback talent. Who won the AFC championship game? The Cincinnati uh, freaking Bengals. And jackpot Joey Burrow, baby. Jackpot Joey Burrow did. <laughs> Joe went in there and got it done. And it, and it goes back to when the lights are the brightest, Joe Burrow steps up and he elevates the rest of his team to step up. And that is why he is the best. This is why you drafted him to have these big moments, to have this time, to have Joe Burrow go out there and lead a team like that and lead a mentality like that. And then it's so infectious across the entire board. I mean, if you want to, you want to talk about you want you want to talk about uh, a guy that has had a mentality uh, type of basically like a, a, an effect over the team. The look Burrow effect. Chase. Yeah, look, yeah, Burrow effect. Look at Jamar Chase. He's out there blocking. He, he's mm-hmm. throwing his body around. He is getting so hyped up on the sidelines. He's all for the team. And, and a story came out. It was when T. Higgins had two touchdowns against the Ravens. Again, a, a, a great showing by T. Jamar Chase went over to him and put the crown on T. Higgins' head. These receivers don't care who gets right. the ball. Look, they look care at, about winning. We talk, we talk about the touchdown by Samar J.P. Ron. Who was out in front blocking? Uno. Was Chase smart. was blocking. Chase, that's mm-hmm. the reason he got there, because Chase made the block. Yes. Uh, I, I go back to, to the big run that Mixon had in, in Detroit. Who was yes. out there blocking? Chase. I mean, how many, you know, we got so many wide receiver, and it's always the wide receiver core, so many wide receiver divas, you know, mm-hmm. that I uh, that don't block, and I don't do this, and I, I, I get upset if I don't get the ball. Dude, shout out to Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd was the man on this team. You know, he got the ball, and we lost all the time. There's nothing against him. He was yeah. a great wide receiver. We didn't have anybody else. Yeah. When T got here, when Chase got here, he he's taking a step back. He's not getting the ball as much. He doesn't care. I mean, I think he's mm-hmm. not getting the ball, but he's more of, right. I want to win. 
That's what all these guys are. They do what's best for the team. Mm-hmm. You 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 can't beat that. No, you you can't you can't beat that. Again, you bring him you bring up a guy like Tyler Boyd who's been there for the down years. You bring up a guy like like CJ Uzama, mm-hmm. been there for the down years. Mixon. Mixon been there for the down years. And they they understood this vision that Zach Taylor kept preaching to him over and over and over again. And then eventually, then the free agents started coming in. And then the great draft, two back-to-back great drafts Mm -hmm. uh, by the Bengals front office and Duke Tobin. Again, they deserve all the credit in the world to build a Super Bowl team like this. I'm getting getting chills just (laughs) thinking about this. We are going to the Super Bowl. And and it's, it's... it's amazing to watch. I know I, I, I keep saying that over and over again. Dude, I'm fumbling over I'm, my I'm, words, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'll, I'll put this. I, I'm with you. I, like, like I, I have been. I've never cried so many times of tears of, of joy in my life. Like when the Bengals won the first playoff game in 31 years, I would just and I, I, I was just sitting there in my I got my season ticket holder. I was just sitting there in the seats. And I'm smiling, and tears are just running out of my eyes. Going, and I'm looking around like, holy crap, we actually won a playoff game. I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I, I actually got to go to the, the game in Tennessee. And when Money Mick hit that field goal to win it, I literally fell to my knees and started bawling like a baby. I, was, <laughs> I, I, I never thought I'd see this. I'm like, it's the first road win ever for the Bengals. And now we're going to the freaking Super Bowl. We beat the Chiefs in the loudest. I don't keep saying it, but I can't heard it for a week. The nice. loudest stadium in NFL. You know, we went there and we beat them. Beat them. It's coming, coming back from 18 down, too. Coming back yes. from 18 down, too. Eight, that doesn't the happen. Biggest deficit. Biggest that deficit in the happen. AFC championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't that, happen. It okay. does not happen. And, the, and, and they did it. They, they did it. It, it showed. Now, it does prove my point that I think home field advantage is overrated in the NFL. It does prove oh, my yeah. point. But the Bengals did something that the Bills weren't able to do, that mm-hmm. a lot of other teams weren't able to do. That, you know, four years in a row, the AFC championship game has been at Arrowhead. And, tw- and twice they've gone to the Super Bowl. The Bengals are the one of those teams that just the Chiefs can't beat. You know who the other other team that that beat them in, in Arrowhead? I believe it was the Patriots. Yeah, and the guy named Tom Brady, I believe. You know, the goat. the goat. So the goat and the future goat, Jackpot Joey Burrow, are the only two to beat them in the AFC Championship game in Arrowhead. Future, I think you're talking about current goat. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, future current goat. Whatever. He's 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 on. He, he trust me. He went when, when he wins the Super Bowl. Other people will be talking about. It. And, and, that, and that's the funny thing. For years, we heard, especially at the beginning of the season, everybody's like, "Oh, you guys are going to get Joe Burrow killed. You're this is going to. You guys didn't fix the offensive line. You should have drafted Chase. Should have done this. Yada yada. You're going to win four games. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be last in the AFC North. Bull crap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're we won the division. We won our first playoff game. We won two road games. We're going to the freaking Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, it's and like this is this is a magical season. And like I said, Josh, this is Joe Burrow's first full I keep saying this first full season that he played. We're going to the Super Bowl. That doesn't happen. No, it 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 doesn't. It doesn't. And you go back. I, I, I want to go back to a, to a thought that you you kind of said that we didn't fix the O line. And, and listen, Joe, Joe Burrow got sacked nine times against Tennessee. That, that is not go, right. That is that is not going away. We that does need to get fixed. Yes. But Joe Burrow, when you look at a new age of quarterback, and everyone wants to talk about that Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson were the new age of quarterback. The new age of quarterback is durable and mm-hmm. can take those hits and can sit in the pocket. Because if you look at Josh Allen, he rolls out of the pocket a lot. He gets hit a lot. You roll Lamar Jackson. He gets hit a lot. Joe Burrow gets hit a lot. He just is in the pocket. That 
That's why he gets hit a lot. So they scheme around him, and he's durable. He's he's a Nokia. He's not a smartphone. He's going to sit in there, and he's going to take the abuse, and he's going to keep throwing the ball, and he's going to sit in there, and he's going to continue to be poised, and he's going to continue to roll out of the pocket, run the ball, slip out of sacks, and still get a first down. It's just it, it, this team has that it factor that I gives them a chance every single game. They have that it factor, and I think number nine does all of that. I, I, I he, he resonates with the rest of the team. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, it's not that – and Joe Burrow is not just a drop-back quarterback. Mm-hmm. He can run around just like Patrick Mahomes can, yep. just like uh, 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 all these other other quarterbacks, uh, like Josh Allen, all, all Lamar Jackson. He can, he might not be as fast as those guys, but he's faster than you think he is mm-hmm. because they the Chiefs couldn't – they're chasing him. They couldn't get him down. So, I mean, he is elusive. And that, and that goes to how – like to me, when when the really the things really changed for for Joe Burrow this year is when he took the knee brace off, and he was really comfortable with his knee. Mm-hmm. Once that happened, that's when he started running more. That's when he started moving more in the pocket and stepping up and rolling out and stuff like that. That's when he started getting back to LSU Burrow, yep. and that's what we've had the second half of the season. And as long as he doesn't get hurt, which he's not going to get hurt. Speaking of existence, he's not getting hurt again. We're gonna have this for hopefully the next fifteen years. Fifteen years, yeah. We, we are going to have this in the next 15 years, and we're going to hit a golden age for the next five years. It, it really is going to be a golden age. I don't know what free agent offensive lineman doesn't want to come to Cincinnati after this. Right. You know right. what was kind of funny, though? I will say this, and no one's really mentioned it. When Patrick Mahomes fumbled the ball in their last drive in regulation to kick the field goal to tie the game, and Patrick Mahomes fumbled the ball, you know who fell on the fumble and yeah. looked so distraught? It was Joseph Tooney, who <laughs> – Said no to the Bengals and went to the Chiefs, uh-huh. and now he's sitting at home watching the Bengals go to the Super Bowl. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the plan comes to fruition, Iceman. You know he's gonna be laying the ground, going, "Damn it, I should have went to the Bengals." <laughs> went to Cincinnati, man. Should have went to Cincinnati. Who doesn't want to come here? So the free eight. So they're just so set up for success. Free agency. They, but now here's the thing, though. They have got to continue to be aggressive. They cannot go into a mm-hmm. shell and be happy with right. just this year going to the Super Bowl. It's got to be the next coming years. We are going to be Super Bowl contenders for a while. This mm-hmm. is going to be the standard for a while. Winning the AFC North, that's what we're going to do. That's what we do. You look around the AFC North, again, they got problems all riddled throughout the AFC North. I mean, the Ravens, they'll be back next year. But, again, they've been kind of figured out. We talked about Bengals, this. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals figured them out twice. And uh, the, the Steelers figured them out. The Browns have figured them out. So they, the, the Ravens are going to continually be a wild card team, which is kind of hilarious, yeah. honestly. It's Because it, it's almost like the, the entire league has figured them out. And I can't believe we're talking about Baltimore now. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but when you look at the AFC North, I mean, Pittsburgh's going to be in shambles for a while. The Browns, I mean – what what do you what do you do as a Browns fan or as somebody that that is is a part of that organization that on your all in year the, the Browns all in year the dark horse Super Bowl team is now watching their in-state rival from the same division or, uh, go to the Super Bowl what do you do as a Browns fan what do you well, even do I, I said this before I said the Browns are in the same spot that the Bengals were when we had Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. They're a, if they have everything and their quarterback plays great, they can win it. 
if he plays mediocre, which he does more often than not, mm-hmm. they're going to suffer. I mean, and, and the thing is, what do you do? And this is always my thing with 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 Bengals fans and Andy Dalton. They're like, we got to get a new quarterback. Well, it's not that easy no, <laughs> to get not. to get the quarterback. I mean, it's no. not. I mean, hell, I'm 46 years old, and, and and Joe Burrow is the best Bengals quarterback I've ever seen in my freaking life. He's already won more playoff games than Boomer Sison and Ken Anderson. I mean, yes, just, isn't that amazing too? Right. Man. I mean, that's so, incredible. Right. So it's not the easiest thing to just go find that quarterback. And that's, again, why I was so freaking excited when we we're getting him. The, you know, I, I don't know. The, the Browns have just got to hope that, that Baker Mayfield turns around. What are the squealers going to do? No clue. I mean, maybe they, they trade for Jimmy G or something like that. I, I have no idea. That still, is not a bad take, Ice. That's not a bad take. It did come out today that Jimmy G and the Niners are looking for a trade partner. That's not a bad idea. I still, Does Jimmy yeah. G scare you? No. Absolutely. No, <laughs> no. no. Go ahead, he will still be the third or fourth best quarterback. Right. I right. mean, yes. The, the only team, I, the team I think that's going to give us the most uh, challenge, I think, is the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens got injured like crazy this year. They did. If they, if they could stay healthy, I think they're going to give us the the biggest challenge. You know, maybe <laughs> the, maybe the clowns. If if Baker can turn it around, I don't know. But the way we're playing and the way his offense is clicking, like we thought it was, and the defense, and like you said, we're fifty million under the cap. Yep. We got room to get. An offensive line. And Under the cap. Joe Burrow, jackpot Joe Burrow, is doing this with a not-so-good offensive line. Just wait till he gets a really good offensive line. Yeah, wait till <laughs> he's, like, the least – he's one of – he's middle of the pack in terms of sacks allowed. Right. Like, right. just wait till that happens. And, and, then, and then after that, like, I mean, how do you stop this team? We keep going back to how – do you stop this team? That's what I, that's what I said. The, 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 everybody's like, oh, the Chiefs are like, oh, well, well, you know, Uno, Jamar Chase is not going to have the same game. They're going to double team him. Well, that's fine. Double team. We got we got Higgins. We got Boyd. We got Uzama. Ooh, Uzama. Uzama. We, I mean, we got more than, I mean, Chase is a great wide receiver. He should be rookie of the year. You stop him. We got three more. We got three you know, more. You can't stop all of them. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, I, I go back to it's kind of hard to – it kind of sucks personally to call T. Higgins a wide receiver too because if he's on pretty much any yeah. other NFL team, he's wide receiver one. He, we, we got was going say, away too. We two ones. We got two X's. I, we got one and one A. One, and I, it doesn't matter which one. Those, those both, both Chase and Higgins, mm-hmm. if they're on a team by themselves, they're the number one wide receiver. Yes, right. One hundred percent agree. And we go back to again. This team is about themselves, each other. They're they're yes. about each other, and, and they're mm-hmm. about winning, and they're about mm-hmm. bringing championships, and they're about succeeding together. This is a special, special locker room. This is probably the, this has got to be the most likable team in Bengals history. It got to. I, I mean, I, there's not a single soul on there that you don't love. And and it, it, you know what's going to be great is when we stop becoming America's team and we start becoming the enemy. Like because that is going to happen next year. <laughs> Especially, Probably. especially when we win, we are going to be the enemy, and we are going to be so annoying. And we've never been the enemy. I know, like we've never weird, been the enemy. How weird would that be? Like you know, I mean, it's hopefully we don't have any stupid TikTok people that that become Bengals fans and and, and annoy everybody. Oh, please, but, love, but it doesn't no. matter. Oh, Even please, if no. we start winning, like I think we're going to, people are like, "Oh my god, the Bengals are in again." And we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, here we are yeah. again, man." Because I mean, I, I dude, I can't even. I, just, just the thought of that is is just blows my mind. To be honest, to being the team that goes, oh my, you know that te- that team's in the Super Bowl again. Why couldn't we draft Joe Burrow? Oh my god, why? Because that that was me my whole life. Like Tom Brady, like 
How the hell did how the hell did that happen to Boston? I mean, come on. And then the 49ers, they had they, the Sucky Niners, they had Joe Montana. I'm like, oh, we can't beat them. And all, yada, yada, yada. And we, it was never my team. Mm-hmm. Now it is. And it yes, is. the thought of America going, you know, we're, everybody loves us now because we have, haven't ever won a Super Bowl and all that stuff. But we go, you know, the Super Bowl three years in a row or whatever. People are going to be like, again? Can we have mm-hmm. a different team? You know, mm-hmm. I want to change up a little bit. I want some different teams all the time. <laughs> what is your team? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's right. going to happen, right? Sooner rather than, sooner rather than later, too. I mean, you guys, you, you, you talked about it. You get all these guys back. You get another free agency class. You get another draft class. I, I mean, it's just the future is is brighter than I, I've ever seen a team have. And, and it's a great it's a great time to be a Bengals podcaster. I'll tell you that. It's a <laughs> phenomenal time. Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's so incredible to be able to be talking about this team and still being able to, you know, talk to you, Jeff. Uh, I mean, what what day is February first? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this team playing, and we're not we're not usually February first. We're talking about the draft. Yep, yep. Usually we're not uh, talking about. It. I've done that the last two years on, on my show. We're talking about the draft. Like last year, this time it was Sewell versus Chase. Sewell versus Chase. That's all we ever talked about. And the whole firm, oh dude. The draft couldn't get here fast enough. I was so sick and tired of talking yep. about Sewell versus Chase. Because yep. for the record. I was a Chase guy. Just let everybody know. You can go mm-hmm. look it up. Go watch my podcast. Whatever. I was a Chase. I was Team Chase. Team Chase. Team Chase. Team Chase all the way, man. And yeah, I'll tell you this: we're Team Bengals, and uh, we're going to be there on Monday. And actually, I just got a text in between our shows. The Stripe Squad will also be making an appearance on Monday, so the Stripe Squad will be out for the last time for this season. I can't wait. They're not going to send us to the Super Bowl, which I think is that's a little dude. If they send but- you, if they send you to Super Bowl, I want to be a a, a a Stripes member if they did that. <laughs> hey man, I'll tell you what we. Stripe Squad, we're going to be holding those auditions next year, and yeah, hey man, it's a if you are if you are eighteen and up, and you're a Bengals fan, and you just want to see every single game and act like a act like an absolute jackass when you're out on the out there and have fun, it, it is a blast. It's a me right here, yeah, this guy right here. I I I am numero uno out there. I am a Jeff has seen me. I'm a, I'm a little. I get a little wild. It's crazy, but it's so much fun. Hey, you get, you and you can, you can wear your cool. you can wear your jackpot Joey hat next year. I, I think they'll let you. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I would now if that if if I am able to wear that next year, then a lot of things happen that are really really good for you and Maddie. So so that would be amazing. I would I would I would thoroughly love that. Uh, so way, I, just just to let everybody know that I keep calling Jackpot Joey. We have Jackpot Joey stuff that you can get at jackpotjoey9.com and portions of every sale go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Foundation. So just want to let all your listeners know that. I yeah. believe you guys, what, you guys just donated, what, an $800 check to uh, $800 the, the check. Foundation. Um, That's awesome, yep. man. I, so I don't know cool. what the what the grand total is yet. I, I got to get with Maddie to find out, but we will be announcing that here, I think, at the end of the season mm-hmm. of how much we – we we uh not we did. No, we didn't do it. Is The Bengals fans did by buying – Buying the stuff and the, and and the the the, yeah, the donation donations if I could talk yeah but you can give yourself a little bit of credit you guys were the ones that set that up you guys were diehard jackpot Joey I remember the bridge crew pulling up that putting that uh-huh. flag up every single day you had that flag around you so you deserve well, a lot of credit for that and that's awesome and that speaks a testament to here's the thing I, it's it's like I should be commending you but I really shouldn't because I expect that out of Bengals fans I expect us to be this upper echelon of like. We do the we do these things. We donate. Right. We right. we are together. We're nice. You go to Bengals Twitter. 
best place ever. Don't go to Bengals Facebook. That that place is a wasteland. Oh. Don't go there. Go, well, just just go by what Bengal Jim has done this year. I mean, I don't know what the amount is. I know he's doing it. He's gotten f- way more fundraising than than we've done, and all the stuff that he's done it's on incredible. his show and stuff. But yeah, B- Bengals Twitter is, is is an absolute blast, and it's a mm-hmm. fun. It's a family family atmosphere to be around. It is a family. When we see each other, you know, sometimes like Whitney. Mm-hmm. I, I talked to her on Twitter. I didn't know who she was till I met her. I'm like, hey, what's up, Whit? Yeah. So, it's a know? family habit. Every right. time every time we went to Bengals Gym's tailgate, we, we, we would meet up with, with people we've never met before, never seen from different parts of the state from different parts of the US, different parts of the state. And it's almost like we're seeing a it's almost like a family reunion where we all come right. together. Big hugs and and those those you know those of us that not me and that not you that have like tens of thousands of followers yeah they not, not are <laughs> they are the nicest people ever like like Captain Obvious great great Thanks, human Cap, Jess, great human uh, mm-hmm. Bengal Jim great human Commissioner Yaz great person if, if yep. you get the chance to meet her uh, just just incredible people that we have there and, and incredible content too it was just. There, there's so many shows across the board that are so fun to listen to. Oh, Orange Arrow, there's no, he's got his own show. And then, um, I mean, Jingle Jim's got his show. Uh, Captain Obvious is on your show quite a bit. Tigress Talk is also incredible. It's just, there's so many, there's so much greatness that comes from the fan base, and you see it every single day. And so, if you're hopping on the bandwagon, hop on now because the train is leaving. Choo choo. Hop Dude, on. Choo. We got plenty of room. So, Jeff, I brought it up earlier on your podcast. And I Wait, we, we were early. I thought we weren't talking about that. You should. Good. Uh, so... <laughs> but anyway, I had the idea, and I think it's a great idea. We saw the Bengals this year when Joe Burrow would wear. He wore that. Shout out to Zim, by the way. Uh, yep. Wore Ace. the Migos. Migos. A- Ace. Yep. Ace. Wear the Migos uh, shirt with all mm-hmm. of the wide receivers on it, which is great to see your young players supporting players. And right. then Jamar Chase came out, and he was wearing a Joe Burrow shirt. And then Trayvon Williams came out during the Tennessee game, wore a Zach Taylor shirt. So my idea is that fans, the super fan, the Bengals super fans should have their own shirts of other super fans. And we all wear them uh, to different games at different events. I think it would kill. I think it would crush if we had a Bengal gym shirt or a, a Captain Obvious shirt or a Strawberry Ice shirt. I've got no Bengal shirt. Nobody can buy uh, a Zim and Ace shirt, a, a Yaz yeah shirt. I, I think cl- it would clean house. I think it's a great idea, personally. Like I said, Cincy shirts, LFG. You guys watching? I, I, that guy just gave me an idea. Oh, so mm-hmm. every day, it, it, that, yep, that way, that right there. Cincy shirts, LFG. Give me, give me a, give me a holler. Give me a holler, definitely. <laughs> Jeff, we've gone on. This is we went back to back hours. I, I can't thank you enough for not only being, you know, one of my people that comes on my get on my show all the time and, and allows me to go on your show. But as somebody that I definitely consider one of my, you know, really close friends, so I, I really appreciate you. So thank you all. Thank you so much for coming on, and I appreciate it. Please plug away. Absolutely, Josh, and thanks for having me on as many times as you had. And if you guys are just listening to Josh for the first time, where the hell you been at? Josh, Josh is awesome. You should definitely download his podcast all the time. But you can check mine out. It's on YouTube. It's under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I go live every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sports Strawberry Ice, TikTok, Iceman90. Um, pretty much just look up Sports Strawberry Ice. You'll find me. I'm there. It's a blast. Josh, love you, brother. Who day? I appreciate it, Jeff. All right. We got we're gonna go through the schedule here this week. We got a pretty tight podcast schedule this week. 
uh, Wednesday, we are going on a Canadian podcast to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals going on Dine Sports. Uh, you can go follow them on Twitter at Dine Sports. going to be really fun. Then on Thursday, we have one part of the Tigers Talk podcast. We have Whitney coming on. It is the third out of the four. I got one more. I got K-12s to get. Once I get her, it'll be I got the complete four. So it's almost like a trading cards. At this like, point. They're, they're like the Beatles. Of, of, they they are like the Beatles, yeah. man. Yeah. Like the Beatles how, Bengals. Yeah. How that the Tigers talk podcast that that the way that that has just sprung up out of out of no it is it's awesome. What a rise! What a rise! It's it's incredible to see. So I have Whitney on on Thursday, and then after Whitney, I go back on the Ed Robinson show. Uh, it's a radio show down in Louisiana. Definitely give him a listen. He's a great guy. He, he's always willing to have me on. So, And we're going to get the podcast schedule set for next week. So we got a lot coming up. And then on Monday, Stripe Squad, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, Stripe Squad will be there for the Bengal send-off pep rally. Uh, so that'll be fun. Definitely come up, get, take pictures, hug me, talk to me. You know, you know, give me some human interaction. The only human interaction I have is with Jeff. And, you know, that, you know, Please. hey, I'm not, compl- I'm not complaining. Tell. Okay. I'm, I'm, t- not I'm tired. I'm tired of snuggling with him. All right, please. I'm not, you, you are, you are, you do give some great hugs. <laughs> you say, you're, you're this big bear hug. Oh, it just, I just sink in. It's like hello. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so nice. It's so. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, this has been the Back Row Bengals Show. You can find all my blogs on Fansided.com. This is all brought to you by Fansided.com and Minute Media. Uh, definitely go over there. Go to Stripe Hype, uh, which is basically the Bengal side of fansided.com, and you can find all of my blogs. And then you can find my podcast anywhere. It's the Back Row Cincinnati Bengals show. It's pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast. So I appreciate all you. And again, that 2,000 download, when I saw that today, my, my jaw hit the floor. I had to stop my entire class because I was teaching at the time to check out my numbers. And it was it was incredible to see i started tearing up in class but um absolutely incredible and and you guys have done so much for me and i I can't thank you guys enough so that being said the train is still rolling we do not stop there we keep on keeping on this has been the back row bengal show brought to you by fansided.com i will see you guys on thursday see ya peace